Yo. At work, at play, online and on the air. Watch out. Check us out at Metro FMSA on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Metro FM. It's where you're at. Mind, Body and Soul Tuesday, we're exploring the body, the body of the woman. Um, we're exploring and learning about persistent genital arousal disorder. This is um, spontaneous, persistent, unwanted and uncontrollable genital arousal in the absence of sexual stimulation or sexual desire. I've seen a documentary mm. with a woman who lives with... Um, Persistent genital arousal disorder. Apparently, very, very, very difficult thing to live with. Like she, she, she constantly she has orgasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orgasms. Yeah, yeah. I saw that also. You, you yeah, saw yeah, yeah, yeah. No? yeah. I think insane. it was on TLC. Yeah, it's insane. So we were talking amongst ourselves about, you know, um, the inability to have an orgasm. But what about the overability to orgasm in the absence of sex? Supranaremar. The essence of the absence of presence, <laughs> of orgasmic set of those things. So we're speaking to uh, expert Jean Epseling. Jean, um, you are a sexologist. Welcome to the bridge. Yes. So... Thank Jeez. you very much. Only a pleasure. This is quite a big one. Um, let's before we talk quickly about um, the persistent genital arousal disorder, right? Let's unpack what we were talking about earlier: the mm. inability to orgasm mm. for a woman. What could possibly cause that? Um, so, look, the. the orgasm can be lots of things so most commonly what i would say what happens is people being on the wrong medication mm-hmm. the other thing is that you know people always think that it's a physical thing but to have an orgasm is actually very physical and mental at the same time mm. so if you break it up into that then you know the mental can be even you know as as simple as not being there you know so for instance mm. previous trauma in your life or something like that which mm. makes you dissociate from the situation Mm-hmm. And I mean, anxiety, depression, OCD, for instance, you know, it's not being clean enough or whatever. So those are all the mental type of things. And then the physical type of things can be something as simple as, you know, being on the wrong medication. Or it can be very complex in terms of nerve damage, you know, damage around the area. There's some patients that as part of religious or cultural beliefs, they almost get, um, it sounds very harsh, but the clitoris gets removed or cut a child. Yes, oh, yes. So, you know, yeah, there's lots yes. of reasons for that. But it is quite a, a difficult difficult thing, yes. So before we continue once again with um, PGAD, uh, we've got a caller on the line, Nwabisa, who has a question to ask you. Nwabisa, welcome to The Bridge. How are you? Hi, Daniela and Lerot and to the doctor. Hi, My name is good Nwabisa. Morning. I'm calling from Gauteng. Yes. Guys, I don't know if it's a problem or what, but... For the couple of years, I think five years or so, I haven't been um, reaching orgasms um, without touching myself. Like, I would touch myself, like yeah. doing intercourse in order for myself to come. Like, but without so, me doing that, I... You can't, you can't reach orgasm. Yeah. So let's, let's understand yeah. it because your line is also quite bad. Um, let's just recap yes, it for I'm those driving. that may have I'm missed sorry. it. 
So when you're having sexual intercourse and you're, well, this is mid penetration, you would have to touch yourself. And only then when you fondle yourself during penetration, are you able to reach an orgasm without that you are unable to reach an orgasm. Okay, cool. Is this what you're saying? Uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, let's right. head back to Jean. Jean, w- can you assist? Yes. So that the answer is actually very simple but not nice because <laughs> for most females that's completely normal. Um, I always think, you know, because of the, the belief that the vagina was, was created for sex, that that's where you actually have your pleasure. But the clitoris is actually the female sexual organ. Mm-hmm. So I would say about 70 to 80% of females are unable to orgasm through vaginal penetration. Mm-hmm. And most of them will need clitoral stimulation. So what we usually advise patients to do is to, you know, well, you can yourself or you can mm-hmm. teach your partner to touch yourself during penetration something as simple as a small little vibrator but it's not completely abnormal did you say vibrator okay um moving right <laughs> oh wow <laughs> i actually have a tweet here quickly before we move on to, to the actual uh, there's someone who actually asked about uh, the fact that they actually struggle to get uh wet as you may put it yeah um uh, while trying to get intimate the body fails to lubricate mm. itself yeah mm. yeah Yeah, you see, this is the thing with sexual health. <laughs> There's a million questions that we can be asked. That is usually, look, there can be medications again that can be causing it, or you're not, you know, sufficiently aroused, which in a female, you need quite a bit of time to do that. So foreplay is very important. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of medical reasons, a lack of estrogen. So, for instance, being on the wrong pole, which takes your estrogen away, mm-hmm. can also cause the channel chinas. So it's just about finding the cause and treating the cause. Alrighty, now to the matter at hand. PGAD, Persistent Genital Arousal Disorder. We are fast running out of time. Mm. Why is Persistent Genital Arousal Disorder more common in women than it is in men? Jeez, I can imagine walking around with an erection as a man. That would probably be so painful. Jeez. Yes, that is true. Um, Look, I think... it's still being researched. So that mm-hmm. the you know, the of the real cause or the most common causes is not really identified as yet or known as yet. Mm-hmm. So I think if we want to have, you know, exactly what causes it, it will be easier to answer this question. And then the other reason is there's a condition in a male called priapism, which means a sustained erection. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that, you know, yes, it's definitely more common in females, mm-hmm. but I think in males, you know, it's it gets possibly called something Yes. But, you know, it's ultimately the same thing. And why is it considered a problem? And can it be cured? Like, what's... Mm. Yeah, orgasms are generally a nice thing to experience. Um, Why is this considered a problem? Yes. Yes, so that's always a difficult thing to understand because, you know, if someone struggles to get orgasms, but they do get one, then it sounds amazing to be able to get it the whole time. Mm. But the problem with this is that it becomes painful so, mm. so when an orgasm is the nerve that stimulated is a very, you know, it's a pleasurable experience, but repeated stimulation gets perceived as pain. Mm. So, so the reason why it's a problem is that, you know, obviously if you're having an orgasm the whole time, every day, you can't focus on daily, you know, in a boardroom, sitting in a meeting. Mm. Or, yeah, yes, so it causes anxiety.
anxiety and, you know, you can't concentrate and mm. you can't go to work. And so, you know, sleeping, for instance, so it really starts to affect your daily living and that's why it's a problem. Shame. In terms of the cure, um, it all depends what the cause is. So if you have a nerve problem, you know, that, that it's causing it, then obviously if you can fix the nerve, you can fix the problem. Mm-hmm. If you have, you know, so it all depends that there's lots of different causes and it's really speculation. Mm-hmm. But then if there is some antidepressants and um, like shock therapy and things mm-hmm. like that that works quite well. Mm-hmm. So if it's a curable cause, then it's good. Are there triggers? Are, are, are there any identified triggers for um, this this uh, this disorder? And um, like I said, it's still the causes are still speculation. But mm. what they are speculating about is so someone who masturbated very often. Oh, jeez. Something like and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's actually something we all think. You know, sh- should you masturbate less? <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily happen to everyone because mm. it's still being, you know, investigated and researched. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, there's not really any triggers than, you know, uh, more causes. I think in terms of things that you can do to yourself, that is basically the only one. I've got one last question that just came through. Uh, We've spoken about um, uh, a woman struggling to get lubricated. And what about a woman who is constantly lubricated? Mm. Is that a problem? Where there is no even sexual arousal, but you are... Because if you just have to rule out infection. I beg your pardon? Yeah, so, so you just have to rule out infection. Okay, okay. Because some infections is not really that foul smelling. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so it might be something that's causing it. So all you have to do for that is you have to rule out that there is actually something causing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, but you can do something about it as well. All right, doctor, before we let you go, one last question. Yes. Squirting. Is um, every woman uh, able to squirt? And if you can't squirt, is it uh, a bad thing? No, not everyone is able to squirt. And Mm -hmm. you might not be able to now, but it's just because you don't know how to do it. So there's actually quite useful um, methods online that explains the whole process. It's quite a lengthy process for some females to get to it. So firstly is to get the right, you know, the procedure to do it, get that right. Mm-hmm. And even if you do it right, not all females are able to squirt. And it's not a problem if you can't squirt. It has no extra benefits or, you know, fertility connotation. So it doesn't matter if you can't. Okay. All right. Thank there you very much, Doctor. Thank mm. you so much. What a meaningful conversation with sexologist Jean uh Aspeling. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. 23 minutes after 11, it's time to go to Daddy Dearest. I wish we could linger on. I wish just right. for today we could scrap Daddy Dearest and continue talking about yeah. our female sexual organ. Mm. It's such an interesting... Very interesting. It's a big world down there mm-hmm. that needs to be explored. And most of us don't even understand it. Yeah. And we get so pissed off with our partners when they don't even get it right. But we also don't understand. We also understand. don't understand. We don't know how it works. We don't understand yeah. how it works the yeah. way it does. Yeah. So yeah. And also ladies, you see, there you go. Don't stress about not being able to squirt. squirt. Not, not every woman can, can squirt. But mm-hmm. you can actually start learning. learning. Like she mentioned... 
it is a lengthy process. I've watched um, a video of um, an X-rated squirter, right? Mm. And um, the video was edited and the length of it was over 30 minutes before she actually squirted oh, a couple of times. Yeah. But imagine how long the actual footage is, mm. how long the rushes are, mm. if it's edited down to 30 minutes where she actually gets to actually doing it. Wow. Now imagine in real time. Sure. Process, it right? It is a process. It's a process. Yeah, yeah, it's a process. <laughs>